Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus, to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate Monday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 68. Our God is the God of salvation. Together, our God is the God of salvation. God arises, his enemies are scattered, and those who hate him flee before him. But the just rejoice and exult before God. They are glad and rejoice. The father of orphans and the defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God gives a home to the forsaken. He leads forth prisoners to prosperity. Blessed day by day be the Lord who bears our burdens. God is our salvation. God is a saving God for us. The Lord, my God, controls the passageways of death. Our God is the God of salvation. Together, our God is the God of salvation. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 17. Jesus was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there for 18 years had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. When Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are set free of your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, there are six days when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day. The Lord said to him in reply, Hypocrites, does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it out for watering? This daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for 18 years now, Ought she not to have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? When he said this, all his adversaries were humiliated, and the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendid deeds done by him. Jesus cures a woman. That's wonderful. That's great. What a blessing. However, did you have to do it on a Sabbath? There are six days when work should be done. Come on, those days to be cured. Not on the Sabbath. Performing healing or medical procedures on the Sabbath was considered a, a violation of the commandment to observe the day as a day of rest and refrain from work. They believe that the Sabbath should be strictly observed without performing any kind of labor, including acts of healing. 
Now, this reasoning was based on an understanding of the fourth commandment of the Mosaic law, which instructed the Israelites to remember and keep the Sabbath day holy. Over time, the Pharisees, as a Jewish religious sect, developed more detailed regulations and interpretations of what constituted work and prohibited activities on the Sabbath. The leader of the synagogue was essentially telling people to come for healing on other days of the week, the six working days, and not on the Sabbath, as they considered healing to be a, a form of work that should be avoided on that very special holy day. Now Luke reminds us of Jesus' compassionate nature and his commitment to healing, both physically and spiritually. Jesus' encounter highlights two key themes for reflection, the power of compassion and the danger of legalism. Jesus demonstrates his deep concern for the suffering and marginalized by healing the woman. He goes beyond societal rules and regulations to, to show love and restore her to physical well-being. At the same time, the religious leaders become fixated on the legalistic interpretation of the Sabbath law. Their rigid adherence to rules blinds them to the remarkable miracle taking place before their eyes. Jesus challenges their narrow-mindedness, reminding them that human need and compassion should always take precedence over rigid legalism. Prioritizing compassion means considering the feelings and needs of individuals, which promotes their well-being and overall happiness. Choosing compassion allows us to understand and relate to others' experiences and challenges, fostering stronger relationships with a sense of community. Compassion allows for flexibility in decision-making, considering each situation on its own merits and tailoring the response accordingly. This flexibility leads to fair outcomes in a variety of circumstances. Showing compassion allows us to, to develop qualities like kindness and patience and forgiveness, which are essential for personal growth and living a fulfilling life. Now, while legality is important in maintaining order and ensuring justice in society, compassion should be at the forefront of our interactions as it promotes a more humane and understanding approach to others. As we reflect on this gospel, my friends, we're invited to examine our own lives. How often do we get caught up in legalistic rules or judgments, forgetting the essence of compassion and mercy? Are we open to reaching out to those who are suffering and marginalized, regardless of societal expectations? I pray that this day be a reminder for us to emulate Jesus' example of of compassion and mercy, and to look beyond legalistic rules and regulations. Let us use our own gifts and resources to bring healing, love, kindness, concern for others to those who are in need. And may we always prioritize the well-being and the dignity of others above all else. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.